if I had to sum up the reason why the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes are such a big issue, it's because they keep people stuck. They keep you stuck from doing what you want in your life. But we have to ask ourselves, why do these emotional challenges keep us stuck? And in this episode, I'm going to give you a rundown of the four things that keep you stuck in your negative emotions with type 1 diabetes. When you're able to recognize what is keeping you stuck, then you can make changes to those things so you can get unstuck and live the life that you want to live. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. I love getting your reviews and your feedback about this podcast. It's so helpful for me to be able to give you what it is that you need. And I want to read a recent review I got from Mike. Mike said, I feel like I owe Mark a co-payment or something. These mini therapy sessions have been really helpful. I'm working through his episodes right now, and I found a new show to listen to while walking. Mark is kind and knowledgeable, and his perspective on type 1 diabetes is really helpful, making this show really unique for my diabetes management. Mike, thank you so much for that review. It's really great to know how helpful this show is for you, and I really hope that it's helpful for all of my listeners. I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review as well. Leaving a review gives me feedback, but it also helps others to hear about this podcast. So if you have a chance, stop right now and go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. I really appreciate it. On this episode of the podcast, I want to dive a little deeper into the concept of feeling stuck with diabetes. In my work as a diabetes psychologist, I have worked with hundreds of people with type 1 diabetes, and I think that I've heard it all and seen it all, and certainly everyone has their own unique challenges in living with type 1 diabetes. But if you were to ask me what is the common theme that I see across everyone that I see, there's no doubt in my mind the answer to that question is they are feeling stuck. They feel like they're stuck and they feel like diabetes is getting in their way of living their life. So today I want to talk about what it means to feel stuck with type 1 diabetes and what it is about type 1 that oftentimes makes people feel so stuck. Let me start off by telling a story that can help illustrate what it means to feel stuck with type 1 diabetes. Justin was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes about 10 years ago, and he came to see me because he was really struggling with accepting diabetes as part of his life. He felt that diabetes had changed him and changed fundamentally what he could do in his life. So before diabetes, Justin loved to go surfing. He loved to be active. He loved to be on his kayak, and he loved riding his motorcycle. Once he was diagnosed with diabetes, all of those things stopped. He had this story in his mind that people with diabetes cannot be active. They can't ride motorcycles. They can't surf. They can't kayak. And he felt like that was him. The way that Justin described it was type 1 diabetes was like a big ball and chain around his ankle. And it really made it challenging for him to even think about doing the things in his life that he loved to do. 
every time he thought about getting back on his kayak or getting back on his motorcycle, his mind went to the worst case scenario that his blood sugar would be out of control and that something really awful would happen. And then his anxiety would just take over and prevent him from even thinking further about doing these activities. Also, he had in his mind that his doctor told him that his life had to completely change. So he was worried that if he went back to his doctor and told them that he wanted to ride his motorcycle or go kayaking or surfing, that they would completely shut him down. And that worry about what the doctor would think about him and their response was also really getting in his way. The other thing that was on Justin's mind was the logistics. He was thinking, well, if I did find some way to get out of my kayak, how would I take my insulin with me? How would I deal with low blood sugar? What would happen if there was an emergency out there? And Justin got overwhelmed with those logistics and thinking about all of the possibilities and how to manage diabetes while doing those activities that he just felt like it wasn't even worth asking the question. But as you can imagine, this new life with diabetes did not sit well with Justin. He felt like diabetes had taken away everything in his life that was so important to him and that he loved so much to do. And he was feeling both overwhelmed with all of the new diabetes stuff he had to be learning about, as well as feeling trapped by diabetes and feeling like he had handcuffs on and couldn't do the things he loved to do. And he felt like he had to find a new way to live because diabetes would not allow him to do all of the things he loved in his life before diabetes. And when I first met Justin, what he was looking for was to be able to better accept the fact that he had to give all these things up. And what happened to Justin was pretty amazing, and I want to tell you about that. I caught up with Justin not too long ago, and he was telling me about what he was doing now. He had just gotten off a motorcycle ride. He was getting ready to rent an RV and drive to Arizona. And he's so looking forward to the summertime when he can get back on his kayak and spend the day on the water. For Justin, the difference between before and after was really night and day. And when I asked him what changed, Justin said something to me that will stick with me forever. He said, I realized that I'm stuck with type 1 diabetes. I have it, and there's nothing that I can do to get rid of it. And I also realized that I didn't have to feel stuck because of type 1 diabetes. I was feeling stuck, but I didn't have to. I could still move forward in my life and do the things I love to do, even with type 1 diabetes along for the ride. And I realized, isn't that the goal for all of us with type 1? We certainly wish that we can get rid of it and not be stuck with it. Of course we do. But since we know that's not possible, what do we do? Is it possible for us to live our lives, even if type 1 diabetes is along for the ride? And I think the answer is a resounding yes. I've also really been thinking about trying to pinpoint what is the real problem with feeling stuck in your life with type 1 diabetes? As I've said so many times, we have to be honest with each other and recognize that type 1 diabetes is stressful. Living with type 1 diabetes isn't always easy, and that's a hard reality to swallow. You know, diabetes is going to be frustrating, it's going to be stressful, blood sugars are not going to cooperate all the time, and unfortunately, that's the reality of life with diabetes. I wish it was different, but it isn't. When we're stuck, we get really attached to that stress and that frustration, and those things get in our way. 
The stress and frustration start to mean something. They mean that we can't do things if we're feeling this way. And all of a sudden, the stress, which is normal, becomes bigger than it needs to be. And when the stress becomes bigger than it needs to be, we start feeling stuck. We start feeling like diabetes is getting in our way. The stress of diabetes is stopping me from doing the things in my life that I really want to do. My guess is if you're able to stop feeling like diabetes is keeping you stuck, then the stress of type 1 loses its power over you. Sure, it's still annoying, but if it's not stopping you, it's not getting in your way, then it becomes a whole lot less of a big deal. So stress is not the problem. Frustration is not the problem. All these emotions are not the problem. The challenge is when we put meaning on those emotions, and that meaning is a thing that is just getting in our way. If it's the meaning around our emotions with type 1 diabetes that make us feel stuck, why is it that we end up being stuck and feeling like diabetes is always holding us back? And I want to talk about four things that keep people feeling stuck in their lives with type 1 diabetes. Keep in mind that when we're talking about feeling stuck, it means you can't behave in the way that you want to behave and do the things in your life that you really want to do. Engage in those relationships, do those activities, apply for the job, go to school, whatever it is that you want to do. And the doing is active, active behavior. The first thing that keeps us stuck is our mindset. And when I talk about mindset, what I mean is the way we think about and approach type 1 diabetes. And in my work, I've identified a couple of different mindsets that people tend to have with type 1 diabetes. And the mindset that I want to focus on today is what I call the problem mindset. If you have a problem mindset, you see diabetes and you see the stress of diabetes as a problem. And what do we want to do with problems? We want to solve problems. I like to use a story of a flat tire on a car. So imagine for a minute that you were driving down the freeway today and you got a flat tire in your car. That would be a pretty stressful situation, right? But what would you do? You know, if this happened to me, I would call AAA and, and have the tow truck come over and either change my tire or tow me to the tire shop where I would buy a new tire. And I would probably have to pay a couple hundred dollars for a new tire and a couple hours of my time. And then I would be able to drive away and my car would be good as new. Having a flat tire is definitely a problem, and it's a problem that I have the ability to solve. Sure, I'll, I'll have to take some time and spend money I don't want to spend, but in the end, I have a problem, and that problem is now not a problem anymore because I was able to solve it. When we look at diabetes in that same way, it becomes a whole lot more challenging. You know, you have type 1 diabetes, and let's say that you see that as a problem, and you want to not have type 1 diabetes anymore. <laughs> well, uh, I hate to tell you, but good luck. That's not going to happen. Having type 1 is not a problem that you can get rid of. It's not something that you can all of a sudden solve and not have to deal with it anymore. But we oftentimes try really hard to do that. I've seen this over and over again. People just try to push diabetes away and ignore it and hoping that the problem will just somehow resolve itself. The same thing is true for the stress of diabetes. We feel burnt out by diabetes. We feel frustrated and we feel anxious about diabetes. And all we want to do is find a way for those feelings to go away. And so we do all kinds of things to try to make our burnout and our frustration and our anxiety disappear. That totally makes sense. And if you can figure out a way to make that work, then more power to you. 
but I have never seen that strategy work, at least work in the long term. And usually when we try to get rid of emotions, get rid of how we're feeling and make ourselves feel differently, it usually makes the situation even worse. Sure, you may feel better for a little bit of time, but it usually comes back and the emotion and the challenge becomes bigger than it was before. All because getting rid of your emotions or getting rid of diabetes, that's just not possible. That's not a problem that you can solve. It's something you have to learn to to live with and manage on a regular basis. So with a problem mindset, if you see diabetes and the stress of diabetes as a problem that you can solve, you end up becoming more and more frustrated with diabetes because you keep on trying to push this thing away that you can't push away. And then you become more frustrated because you're feeling like you can't actually accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. And you're right, you can't. And that's the definition of feeling stuck. You're spending all your time and energy and effort on doing something that's impossible. And when you do that, you have no ability to do the other things in your life. It's impossible to take action and behave differently if all of your attention is focused on this one thing that is not possible to achieve. That is the definition of feeling stuck. So as you can see, there are some mindsets that can keep you feeling stuck in your life with type 1 diabetes. The second thing that can keep you stuck is having difficulty handling the stress of diabetes. I don't want to sugarcoat it. The stress of diabetes can be challenging sometimes, and it can be difficult to handle. It can feel uncomfortable. It can be embarrassing. There's all kinds of negative emotions that can swirl around your life with type 1 diabetes. And it's natural that when we're feeling uncomfortable or feeling any kind of negative emotion, our first reaction is to try to get rid of it, to try to push it away, to try to control it in some way. We don't like to handle stress. We don't like to experience these emotions. And so we try to you know, avoid them. And that is a completely natural and a normal response. But it's also probably not the most effective response to the stress of diabetes. If there are things you can do to make the stress of diabetes go away or to control that stress, by all means do them. But when you experience stress that you can't make go away, you have a choice. And that choice is to handle it or to continue trying to get rid of it and trying to control it without having any possibility of success. And that's what happens when you're having a difficult time handling the stress of diabetes. We try in vain to control it and to manage it and to get rid of it. And those efforts are very rarely successful. And in fact, those efforts usually end up making us feel stuck. We avoid doing things. So you don't want to have the stress or the anxiety around the possibility of having a low blood sugar. And so you avoid activities like riding your bike or skiing that could bring on a low blood sugar. And that's the definition of being stuck. Diabetes is holding you back from doing things that you want to do because of those anxieties. When you have a hard time handling the stress, we tend to avoid things. And so that is what is keeping us stuck in our lives with type 1 diabetes. Imagine a time in the future when you're able to handle that stress, when it's there and it's not comfortable, but you can handle it and you can take action anyway. That's the point we want to get you to when you're able to handle the stress so that the stress doesn't keep you feeling stuck in your life with type 1 diabetes.
The third thing that keeps you feeling stuck in your life with type 1 diabetes is your relationship with type 1 diabetes. Your relationship with type 1 diabetes is the way that you interact with diabetes. So if you imagine type 1 diabetes as being outside of yourself, you have the ability to interact with diabetes. You know, you do something and diabetes responds or diabetes is something and you respond. That is an interaction. That's a relationship. And the way that we relate to diabetes impacts how stuck diabetes can make us feel. I want you to try thinking about your relationship with diabetes this way. Think about your relationship with diabetes like your relationship with your dog. So every day your dog needs care and feeding. So you take care of it and you feed it. And part of that care and feeding is you take your dog on a walk. When you walk your dog, ideally, you're in control of the walk. If the dog tries to run away or tries to control you, you pull back and you're able to get the dog to follow along and go where you want to go and end the walk when you want to end the walk. And in an ideal world, that's what your relationship with diabetes looks like. You are in charge, you're in control, and diabetes is following along and along for the ride. But our relationship with diabetes doesn't always feel that way. Sometimes it feels like diabetes is walking us. Diabetes is in control, and we are being dragged along on a leash by diabetes. That is a relationship that's going to make you feel stuck. Diabetes is going to be there, and diabetes is going to be along for the ride, but you want to be in control, and you want to be the one calling the shots. And if you're not, that is a relationship with diabetes that can make you feel stuck, and that is not a great place for you to be. The fourth thing that can make you feel stuck with type 1 diabetes is not knowing your why. As we know, diabetes is challenging and taking steps forward to not feel stuck is challenging. And it becomes even more challenging to take action and take steps forward when you don't really know why it's important to you. Because taking steps forward is going to be uncomfortable sometimes. It's going to be challenging. And you're going to want to give up. You're going to want to stop doing that. And you're going to, it's going to be more comfortable for you to feel stuck in that moment. And when you don't have a why, when you don't have a really tangible reason why it's important to you to get there and why it's okay for you to be uncomfortable in the process because the outcome is so important to you, then you're going to have a lot of trouble. Then you're going to feel stuck. You're going to take two steps forward and then maybe three steps back and two steps to the side and two steps to the other side. And pretty soon, you're going to end up right back where you started. You haven't gone anywhere. And that is the definition of feeling stuck. When you're able to identify your why, not only do you have a direction in which you can go, but you also have a reason why it's so important for you to get there. You have that motivation and that leverage you can use to get through this tough stuff. You have a reason why it's worth it. And when you have no idea why it's so important that you get there, inevitably, you're going to feel stuck because you're going to have a really hard time moving forward. I want to let you know that if you are feeling stuck with diabetes, that there's hope that you can get unstuck. And the key to getting unstuck in your life with type 1 diabetes is to put your energy in the right place. We want to learn to navigate our stress and not let it get in our way rather than spending all of our time, energy, and effort trying to get rid of the stress of diabetes. Because I think that what you'll find is that once you're able to navigate around the stress and allow it to be there but not let it get in your way, that the stress just won't be that big of a deal, that it won't get in your way, and that it won't keep you stuck.
but it's a process to change your mindset and change the way that you're approaching your stress in order to get there so that you can truly be unstuck and feel flexible and free in your life with diabetes. And you may be asking yourself, this all sounds great, so how do I get unstuck? Please tell me how. And I have some great news. I have a roadmap to help you. On April 22nd, I am launching a new program called Get Unstuck with Type 1 Diabetes. This is going to be a six-week digital program that's going to give you a step-by-step instructions and guidance around getting unstuck with type 1 diabetes, focusing on the things that we talked about today and helping you to change your mindset, handle stress, change your relationship, identify your why, and then take action in order to do the things in life that you want to do, even with diabetes along for the ride. I created this program using a proven framework that I developed over time, working with hundreds of people with type 1 diabetes who are feeling stuck, helping them get unstuck, and finding the freedom and flexibility in their life with type 1 diabetes that they're looking for. I will be giving you a whole lot more information about this program in the coming weeks. Make sure you don't miss any details on this program and get exclusive access to early enrollment and special pricing. Be sure to join my email list. To join, go to thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash get unstuck. That's thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash get unstuck. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Again, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you're getting value from it, I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review on iTunes. This really helps me get the word out and help many other people get access to this podcast and get benefit from it as well. I also love hearing from my listeners. So if you want to get in touch, please send an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or you can DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. And finally, be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. Please remember, type 1 diabetes may not be easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I promise. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.